Hello, and welcome to the Denali Lord Nutrition and Wellness Podcast. My name is Denali Lord. I am your host of this podcast. I'm also a registered dietitian, fitness professional, mindset coach, and published author. I am so excited to be back. Guys, it feels like it's been forever, and it has since I recorded a podcast. And for that, I want to offer you an apology for my absence, but I will say that the break was much needed. Today's episode is on less is more. And I honestly, I couldn't think of a more perfect title for this podcast because, well, the title is the truth. Less is more. One of the reasons that I took a two-month hiatus from making podcasts is that, quite frankly, I was not using the advice that I was giving and I was overextending myself from both ends, depleting myself physically and mentally. So today we're going to talk about why less is more is so important, not just for your physical and mental health, but it's important because it helps us set those boundaries. So prior to taking a little two month hiatus, I was doing quite frankly, too much. And I do have a podcast that discusses just saying no. And I took my own advice. I started saying no to more things and I started cutting back. Um, I do teach far less fitness, which right now it feels like the right thing to do. I was getting a little burned out and oftentimes when we're burned out, we're not producing our best results. We're not giving all that we could give because we're tired. So that was my signal to then take a break and start cutting back. So for those of you who do attend my classes, know that I'm not gone. You'll still see me, but right now I need to take care of myself and I need to prioritize some other things in my life. But fitness is and always will be a big part of my life. So less is more. So this past spring, I found myself teaching at multiple studios that didn't really align with who I was personally or professionally. Some of this went from the company and the culture, and some of it just went to, quite frankly, the manager or the owner. It depended on the specific company. And so letting those companies and cultures go, while it might have been, I let it be a wound to my ego, which I shouldn't have. It is actually a breath of fresh air because by removing those things that don't serve us, that aren't in alignment with our values actually gives us more space and it gives us the opportunity to go back and to evaluate. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh my God, if I get one more thing on my plate, I'm going to throw it. (laughs) I can't handle it. This podcast today is for you because we're going to talk about how less is not only more, but less gives you the space to think. 
If you've been in a dull where you haven't felt creative, you have felt exhausted, depleted, you insert the adjective or the noun. This is for you. Listen up, okay? I say this um, empathetically and with open arms. Sometimes it just takes us having that look in the mirror where we are completely honest with ourselves. We're not God. We are not superhuman. As much as I wish I were, (laughs) in my mind, I might feel like it some days, depending upon how much caffeine I've had, but ultimately, I am not. You are not. So being able to prioritize what's important will allow us to actually accomplish more by doing less. Two minutes. Grab a sheet of paper or your computer or your phone and jot down everything that you're involved in on a day-to-day basis. And then I want you to make another column. And it's a simple yes or no. The name of that column is going to be, does it make me happy? And you answer yes or no. All right, take two minutes. I'm going to check back in. How'd that go? You might've had some very black and white. Yes, this makes me happy. No, this makes me unhappy. And you might've had some things that actually surprised you. You found them to be more in the gray where it wasn't a clear or obvious yes or no. Those are the ones that we're going to spend the majority of our time today talking about because the black and white ones, well, you know you need to make a change. And while yes, talking about change is easier than actually making it, it's oftentimes those ones that we're ambivalent about that make us feel stuck. Your day-to-day things that you've now categorized as, do they make me happy or do they make me unhappy? I want you to then add another column. And I want you to rank it from one to however many numbers you have in your day. So if you do 10 things, you're going to go from one to 10. If you have three things, you've got three things that you're ranking and so on. So one to however many categories of things that you do in a day, rank it in order of its importance. Okay. How, what you perceive that specific to do being. And only you can answer that. There's no right, there's no wrong. So once we have, does it make us happy? And then on your numeric scale, how important is you? How important is it to you, excuse me? Now we can then begin to make our plan of what we need to keep and what we need to go. And ranking this, especially if it's an item that's in the gray area where you can see benefit to it, but then you also see benefit, you also, what am I trying to say? Benefit, but you also are conflicted. Having it ranked numerically, where if you thought something was so important, but you ended up giving it a one out of 10, where 10 is the most important number, Clearly it's not that important. So this should help you logic and reason as to why you should let it go. Let's talk about those things that maybe we have certain emotions like the, we should do this. 
We have feelings of guilt if we let it go. When you're able to set aside those emotions, the guilt, the anxiety, does this actually bring you joy? I realized that I was holding on to a set of classes for a long time that weren't actually fulfilling me. In fact, they were stressing me out because the commute to get there was terrible. And it wasn't actually bringing me joy. By the time I arrived, I was stressed out from my commute and just not in a place to serve. So when I realized that it actually wasn't ranked numerically very high for me, that's when I finalized its importance and I was able to give it up without the feelings of guilt because I did end up holding on to those classes for a very long time to avoid the feeling of guilt. We're going to write out your dream schedule. So on the same sheet of paper or another one or whatever you use to visualize, design your ideal schedule. Include details such as how much free time you have, how much time you have working, when you sleep, when you eat, when and what you get to do for fun. Include all of it, the essentials and the things that we want for. Now write or visualize your current schedule. Include things that you do for work, including the logistics to get to and from work. Include what you do for fun, for creativity, when you sleep or rest, when you eat. All of these things are important. Compare and contrast your ideal schedule versus your current or actual schedule. If they're in alignment, awesome. If they're out of alignment, We're going to go back to all those things that you do on a day-to-day basis. Do they make you happy or not? And are they important? If the item is important, but it doesn't make you happy, maybe it's work. Maybe it's when you go to bed. Maybe it's what you eat. Maybe it's the fact that You have no creative or free time. Whatever it is, write or think about why it is important that you continue to do that thing. And then I want you to let that information just sit for a couple of days and then go back and reread it. Notice if there's any emotions, any guilt that comes out. Notice if there is any um, doubt or fear that comes out. Oftentimes, when we perceive something as important, such as work, but we feel that we're not able to make a change in our work, we're either telling ourselves a story. We don't have enough experience. We're not educated. The economy's horrible and so on and so on and so on. When in actuality, that's just not the truth. We have all the tools. We have all the means to actually prepare us for our next challenge in life. Be that a new job, be that a new 
marriage, be that a new adventure. Maybe you move for pleasure. Maybe it has nothing to do with work. You've just always wanted to live in Montana. Move to Montana. Whatever it is, it's important that we're able to not only determine, does it make us happy or not? Is it important? But do we have stories that we tell ourselves? Maybe we perceive something to be really important and it's not. And so maybe we need to just reassure ourselves as to trusting our intuition and believing that we actually know what's best for ourselves. And sometimes we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, man, I've been telling myself a lie. I actually am capable of a lot of things. Next, I want you to jot down fears and stories that you know you've told yourself. And then fears and stories that you're not sure if they're really a fear or a story, but you have a feeling that they are. And then sit and let that marinate. So take a few minutes. Let's start and let's think about all the things that we might be telling ourselves as stories. I'll check back in. How did that go? Sometimes addressing things head on that we believe to be true can be the hardest thing, right? It's admitting that we're wrong and that is a very hard thing to do. It really is. It takes a lot of courage and a very humbling experience to admit when we're wrong. But the beautiful thing about being wrong is that we have that much more opportunity. So now going back to your schedule, go back to your dream schedule. I want you to look at the different spaces that you have, the different opportunities where you can start to build in things that will make that dream schedule come true. Start to go back and look at your current schedule. See if there is one thing you can do less a day. That might be something as simple as you have been in charge of a carpool and maybe it's time to pass that hat on because passing that carpool hat on will actually save you an hour and a half to two hours a day. And maybe you could use that to write a book, work in your garden, do something for yourself. Maybe you could use it to apply for a new job. Being able to utilize bits of time, whether it's five minutes or five hours, is what will allow us to really maximize our time, but also be able to give back to ourselves. Just like tonight, I chose to take 30 minutes to work on my podcast rather than watching another episode of Magicians, which I am now hooked on. (laughs) I know that show's been out for a while, but I just found out about it and it's like the coolest thing ever. So I encourage you, start to think about ways that you can simplify your schedule. Being able to say no to something and to take a step back so that you can rest more, have more creative time, eat better, 
get in more exercise. It's not selfish because at the end of the day, we are human and we can't serve from an empty cup. I hope that today's podcast has been helpful. If you guys have any questions, feel free to email me at info at I always love to hear from you guys. If you have any podcast topics that you want to hear about, message me. We've got a lot to talk about. Until next time, guys, stay healthy and take care of yourself. Thanks so much for listening.